Last night, I had a vision. Came to me, all at the same time, one image. But it's so much to describe. Let me break it piece by piece for you, so that I don't blow your mind. It starts with a guy having sex with another guy. Then, that guy who is receiving penis, he's bisexual. And he's having sex with a woman in front of him while getting his ass banged out. That woman is also bisexual. And she's eating out another woman who's not bisexual but goes along with it because she's sucking the dick of some dude who's getting banged in the ass by some guy. He's gay, but the guy banging him is bisexual. The whole thing just goes in one big ring. Get it? And each person is a little bit taller and bigger than the last person who is sexually satisfying them. And it all curved around like a big roller coaster. It's the human sex speed. I remember uh, a long, long time ago when my great-grandparents were still alive. I think I shared a story of um, watching my great-grandmother who had Alzheimer's. And years prior to that, uh, she and my great-grandfather, while he was still alive, would uh, come visit my grandmother while I was spending the summer with her in New Jersey. And I didn't really have any good memories of them they were really old and the only thing I remembered about them was we visited when I was like six and they lived uh, up in Flint Michigan if you've ever been to Flint Michigan you know it's nothing nice and we went there and just to show what kind of a kid I was but I am still this way we got there they had old TVs and they didn't have cable and when I discovered that they didn't have cable, it ruined. Because I want to say we spent a week with them for Christmas. That week was ruined for me. I was like, there's no cable. Well, what the fuck are we going to watch? And I think I also asked my mother for a million dollars that Christmas. I asked Santa for a million dollars. Didn't get it. I think I got like 10 or 100, something like that. Um, so I remembered the Christmas. Not a good memory. So here they are. And they stayed... I want to say two or three weeks with my grandmother while I was there. Um, my grandfather, great-grandfather, had this hat that he would not take off. And I guess it really just says a lot about how little I've matured over the years. Because I feel the exact same way I did. I want to say I might have been 10 when I uh, saw my great-grandfather this summer. And... Yeah, nothing has changed because I didn't like him wearing the hat all the time. He would never take it off. And if for some reason he did take it off and it was out of his sight for even a moment, he would freak out. But we'll get back to that. So one, you know, following my grandmother into the bathroom has never been nice. But these two, again, I don't know what happens to old people insides but they could really just melt the paint off of the Statue of Liberty or whatever the green shit is. Is it zinc? 
uh, that would come off if they smelled what came out of them. So I didn't like that. I didn't like the hat. Before I get to the greatest tragedy of that week, we'll get to the hat. So I want to say I tolerated the hat for a good couple of weeks. Bear in mind, I'm 10. He's like 90. But I was like, enough, enough with the hat. And I feel like my mother and my grandmother were too close to the situation because I feel like they would still feel like they felt today or back then today, just like me, except for they would have expected me to change out of growth because I'm no longer a child. So my grandma, that's her father. And she's like, oh, just let my daddy be. It's his hat. He wants to wear his hat. Let him wear his hat. Which, yes, okay. But at the same time, like, aren't old people and children kind of alike? I don't want to encourage this behavior and then end up raising a hundred-year-old, seven-year-old with bad taste, right? My mother, you know, she's like, just, you know, that's my grandpa. Do what your grandma says. That's my mom. And then there's me who heard my mom telling me to listen to her mom because she cares about her dad. And I'm like, fuck all that noise. Somebody's got to do something about this hat. So he took the hat off for some reason. I don't remember. Maybe we were having dinner and someone told him it was inappropriate. He took it off and I hit that thing so fast. And I hit it like... um I want to say it was an ottoman that was really big, but my grandmother never used it. Like, it was one of those ottomans that you could open up and put stuff inside. So he loses the hat. I took the hat. Let's say that was 9 o'clock in the morning. By around noon. No, let's say it was closer to 2, 3 in the afternoon. He is frantic. There has not been a moment in this day that he hasn't been talking about his hat. You couldn't distract him with cookies or stories of his old sexual conquest. Nothing got his mind off the hat to the point where now he's not even like listening to us talk and just looking concerned with his eyes darting a room. Now he's running around the house basically ransacking the place trying to figure out where he could have left his hat did the dog get his hat because i do believe at some point he tried to throw blame in that direction (sighs) here's the problem with me as a child i didn't understand that my mother was rarely on my side so in my mind my mom and my mother are visitors from virginia in this strange land of new jersey We're teammates. So after a while, because I'm really enjoying watching this old man lose his shit over a hat. After a while, I decide to let my mother in on my joke. That was my mistake. Should have kept it to myself. I'd like to take you back because I think I told you a, a long time back in high school. I was sick one day and I was shitting like people sneeze. I wasn't going to make it to the bathroom. So because my shit had been basically urine, I decided to do it in the living or the kitchen, kitchen trash can. That is gross, but I cannot stress enough. I was not going to make it to the bathroom, which was only like 25 feet away. Maybe, maybe a little bit more than that. Wasn't very far, but I was super sick. I wasn't going to make it. I shit in the trash can in the kitchen. 
months go by. I, my mother and I are laughing about something. I decided to share my secret with her that day. And I was older than the summer with my grandfather, great-grandfather. I still hadn't learned. You can't include mom in on the fun. She just doesn't think like you do. So I tell my mom that I've hidden my great-grandfather's hat, laughing, thinking that she will double over with laughter as well. She does not. She immediately gets mad and tells my grandma. Why she told my grandma and didn't just tell me to go get the hat, I don't know. But snitches will do what they do. My grandma is furious as well and demands that I go get the hat after telling my great-grandparents, who, I mean, there was nothing scary about it because they were super old, but now everybody was aware that I was an asshole. I go get the hat, give it back. You know, I remember being really mad too. Like, how dare you take my joy away and give this fool back his hat? And uh, my my mom and grandma would do weird shit. Like, I, I know a lot of older people think this way. And again, I I'm not gonna change because they would do this thing where I would be sitting down minding my own business. Let's say I was playing with a Game Boy or something. And then everyone would come over to the area where I was, sit down, and my mother would always ask me to get out of my seat so that some old person could sit in my seat, to which I always responded, because I've always had a smart mouth, I always responded, but I was here first. Didn't matter, get up. I hate it, I still hate it. I can't imagine being the same way as like, an adult, and I am an adult, and I still can't imagine it. Like, I'm trying to picture if my son is sitting down. Now, I love my grandma and my mom, so maybe I would make him get up for them. But I think I would explain it better. Like, I always wanted all the answers. Some people don't want to explain stuff to you, especially when you're just a child. But I always function better. Like, tell me everything so I'll understand why I have to do whatever it is, whether it's mowing the yard or raking leaves or getting out of my chair just tell me everything so I fully understand why I am having to do something or be inconvenienced and it's tough for me to picture telling my son especially if it's a stranger like my mom my grandma sure my wife's family sure if they're old like her brother's not that old so no but if it's something like some stranger on the subway I don't know that that's the flip of a coin like if she's super old and she's not I don't mm, because I don't like to give up my seat for old white people just in case they were racist or still are I don't like to give up my seat to old Asians because I assume that they're racist that also applies to Middle Eastern people like you got to be super old and black to get my chair most of the time. I know it doesn't sound great, but that is what it is. So there was that going on throughout this stay featuring my great-grandparents. And then one day, my great-grandfather decides that he's going to go for a walk. Now, if I haven't mentioned that he was already feeling the effects of Alzheimer's, my mistake. This entire time, which is, again, the weird shit with the hat, he was definitely in the throes of dementia by this point but when they arrived I think that I was still too young to fully grasp it 
So my mother and my grandmother are telling me, oh, your grand, your great grandfather's got Alzheimer's. And I'm like, right. And then they tell me he has trouble remembering stuff. Took a while to really understand what dementia can be. So he's like, I'm going for a walk. He doesn't know this neighborhood because, again, they live in Flint, Michigan. We are now in New Jersey. I want to say Elizabeth, New Jersey. Uh, he just took off. Didn't wait for anybody to go with him. So my mom and my grandma tell me, hey, just go with him. Make sure that he doesn't get too lost or anything. I've played with kids in the neighborhood, so I, I at least know the neighborhood. And chances are two men can find their way back to a house in a neighborhood in the suburbs of New Jersey. We're walking and he's moving like he's not on a gingerly stroll. He's he's moving like the drill sergeant that was walking at a running pace. And I'm kind of like, hey, slow down, great grandpa. He doesn't want me with him. So he's basically talking shit to me. This walk lasted at least 40, 45 minutes. Might have been longer. It was a long walk because every time that I tried to walk beside him, he would speed up. And then he spent the entire time chastising me about how he knows what the fuck he's doing. He knows where he's going. He's lived in this neighborhood for 50 years. And I was like, but great grandpa, we're not in Flint, Michigan right now. I don't think you realize that. And it's a nice sunny day. So maybe this neighborhood looks like Flint, Michigan, but I promise you it isn't. We're on the East Coast right now on Eastern Standard Time. And the more that I tried to reason with him the angrier that he got I remember at one point because I think eventually it was just he and I and his mind is mush so at some point I stopped talking to him like a sweet respectful great grandson and I was giving it right back to that old asshole because he was cursing me out so I was like hey fuck you old man you don't know where the fuck you are so then he began like you know how old people will yank their hand back as though they're gonna like bitch slap you so he would do that, and the first time he did it, I took a step back because I was like, I'm not going to stand here and get slapped. But then he tried to do it some more, and I was like, okay, just so that we're clear, I don't think you're fast enough that you could slap me. Like, it was easy to keep up with his pace. I was an athlete as a kid anyway, and he is a frail 90-something-year-old man with dementia. I'm like, okay, the mind games of, like, oh, I'm going to hit you can stop. We can stop that. Finally, at some point, like, a, a, a light switch hits, and you can see his face going from angry old man on a mission, like somebody marching to the post office with a point to prove, um, to the eyes of a lost child. Like, you can tell... He's looking around, nothing is familiar, and he starts looking sad about it, like, fuck, not only am I lost, I don't know where the fuck I am, what I was doing, why did I even leave the house? So now he allows me to walk him back home, finally. And I remember that day just because I think that's the most time that I ever spent alone with my great-grandfather. That would be one of the last times that I would see him alive. The very last time that I saw my great-grandfather alive. Now, I thought his Alzheimer's was bad on that day in New Jersey. 
But eventually it got to the point where my grandmother had to take care of her parents and they were living with her. And then eventually they got so bad that they had to go to like assisted living. The last time I saw him, we were in some assisted living, like a sunrise center and we're in his room and there is like, he, he's, he's gone. If he was on a scale of one to 10, if he was a seven while we were in New Jersey, now in Virginia, in this assisted living facility, he's easily a 10. Like he is gone. He looks like he's lost all of his weight to the point where like, he just looks like somebody put some skin on a skeleton. But they, they left out like the muscles and veins and all the other stuff that goes inside organs. No, just throw, throw some skin on that. So we're with him. I want to say we were there in his room for a good hour, maybe more. And he keeps saying the rabbit's dead. And nobody knows what that means. And I guess part of this, part of the reason that I'm, I'm giving all this detail about uh, what the Alzheimer's that I saw was like is because a lot of people get really sad um, when they think about someone getting Alzheimer's. Now, I'm not going to pretend like I've spent years working with people who had Alzheimer's and I've seen everything or most of the things that can be associated with it. But from the little that I have seen, this might sound ignorant, it doesn't seem like a, a total nightmare for the person who has Alzheimer's. It seems to hurt the people that they love and their family and friends much more than it hurts them because they are lost in a fog. Meanwhile, you can see this person that you used to love and who was capable and everything has deteriorated into madness. But I, I, I want to say 90% of the time, they're just like uh, a little child happy to play in a dirty diaper. And then there's the other 10% of the time where they realize they can't put a thought together. But he seemed fine the majority of the stay, minus how he looked. He, he seemed in good spirits. But as I mentioned, he kept saying the rabbit's dead. Nobody knows what that means. Now, enough time has passed. And the room, you know how old people smell? And it's not that they all smell the same, but when you are truly elderly and death can be no more than 30 feet away from you at all times, there is a certain stink to them if you visited your old grandparents. I thought that what I had been smelling this entire time is just the scent of old people. So finally, and I guess this is the part where that facility wasn't doing a great job. Finally, somebody comes in the room and they're like, huh, that smells like he might have gone to the bathroom. And we were like, is that what that smell is? How long do you leave them alone to just root around in their own feces? Because we were in the room for over an hour. Now, old people can't really hold it like that when they're in their 50s, 60s. So in their 90s, mm, 
he starts changing him and I'll never forget seeing the first old person I've ever seen, not only in a diaper, but getting changed. And it looked just like, especially since I see a, a diaper every day now, it looked just like a really big version of a baby on a changing table. And I was like, holy shit, man, old age is not something to be looking forward to. And there was so much shit in my grandpa's diaper. It was disgusting. And the smell, like, I guess adult diapers have some kind of ultra vacuum thing for smell built in. Because, you know, human crap smells way more powerful than baby crap. Even though my two-year-old son is getting dangerously close to the point where he's about to start doing it all himself. Because it's starting to look too adult-like in them diapers. Um, so the smell just amplifies by like 30 times once he's got the diaper like fully undone and you can see the whole bucket of shit that he's been sitting in and when he he let it fall open and we could all see all the shit that was in the diaper and the smell just karate kicked everybody in the face in the room we all just went, oh, my God. And then we all finally understood that the rabbit's dead must be his way of telling people, I shit myself. And somebody's got to get on that right away, like right now, like now. Hey, so uh, Tammy and I were discussing potential names for our kid. And what do you think of the name Diane? I mean, Diane's not a bad name. Aren't you guys having a son? Well, yeah, we just, um, I don't know. Like, Tammy likes the name Diane for a boy. Can I stop you? This sounds awful. Do you already hate your son? You can't just go around throwing out names like that willy-nilly. Look, if you want to give your son an effeminate name, by all means, but let's stick with one of the ones that's like somewhat allowed these days. You can go with a Leslie or a Courtney or those are really your only options. Those are the only ones that men respect. Why would you do this to your child? Well, uh, we, we were going to give him a middle name that's a, a little bit more traditional. And if he likes that, and he, he can go by that. Okay, well, why don't you make Diane his middle name that he never tells anybody and then you pick whatever the first name was that was supposed to be the middle name that's normal and boys won't tease him about it go ahead make that his first name it just makes everything easier and then if he wants to go by his middle name because he hates being a Tom or a Douglas or whatever the fuck you're thinking about then he can go by tuberculosis or whatever it is that you want to name him doesn't that make sense yeah I guess you're right Alex I knew you were the right person to ask. I should point out that there is a new episode of WandaVision out today, and I am very excited about where it's gone. I don't watch them until late, even though I could technically wake up early and watch them on Fridays. But anything that I actually care to watch, I need to wait until my son is asleep. I cannot enjoy it if he's going to run up to me and need attention even if it's for five seconds let him be asleep while i watch the good stuff and tonight i think the episode title is sword um at least that's what i heard i refuse to look at anything online because people will just give it away um 
I think that this week is when we finally get to see why Sword is watching. I would love to know whether or not the crane from last week, like uh, right before she gave birth. Crane? Swan? It was a stork. A stork, because she was getting ready to give birth. The stork, a lot of people are saying, is Mephisto. I like that. Let's get the devil involved. And here is a theory that um, I've seen a couple of people say it, and I really hope that this is how they decide to bring mutants into the MCU. I think that mutants were originally there. And I think that Wanda has already, if you're familiar with the House of M storyline where she says no more mutants and wipes out most of the mutants, I think that's already happened. I think it happened before we met Wanda or somewhere around Age of Ultron. She made the deal with the devil for whatever. And she's already said no more mutants, which is why we don't see any in the MCU. So this whole thing, I think WandaVision is just going to slowly remind her of what she's done. And maybe when the children are taken away or something, that'll be what prompts her to bring all the mutants back. But it's almost like what they did with Spider-Man. We don't need to see him get bit by a radioactive spider. Let's jump in in the middle. We can do a little bit of speaking of the past. I think Uncle Ben was mentioned. I know he took his uh, suitcase to Europe in the second Spider-Man movie. But let's come in in the middle. I like that. And then going forward with S.W.O.R.D., really hoping that they have a, a lot of spoilers for us. Those first three episodes, very short. And I love WandaVision. I do. Like, one of my favorite shows on that's right. Favorite shows on right now. But 30-minute episodes, that shit is unacceptable. The Mandalorian, they give you 45-minute episodes. And The Mandalorian has a little more humor in it because everybody feels like comedies are supposed to be a half an hour and dramas are an hour. Or if we're talking about commercials, comedies are 22 minutes, dramas are 43, 45-ish. And so, okay, I'll, I'll give that even though I love a good comedy episode that can last for an hour, even if it's got to be a dramedy like um, Secession. Secession is a great show filled with humor. They give you an hour because there is some meat there. WandaVision's not funny enough to only be just a half an hour. And I've heard that the episodes are going to get longer. I really hope that that's going to begin today. Um, and I hope it's not just like the last three episodes that are a little bit longer. And I know that there's going to be some wild visual effects, but I could really use a little bit longer. A half hour, I just got into it. And now I'm done for another week. I guess that's why I'm glad like we just marathon through Search Party. Didn't love it at first. I did grow uh, much more fond of it by the second, third season. But if it's a half hour, boom, boom, boom. I need them back to back, like drop two a week or something. Or I wish that each episode would have been a little longer or they stuck two together and just called them one and said, all right, well, we're only going to have four episodes this season, but they're all going to be an hour and some change. Yes, I'll take it. And then, of course, we have to come back to the fact that I'm seeing more and more reports that say 
Disney Plus is just refusing to try that Mulan shit out with Black Widow and what was it um, Little Things The Little Things just came out on HBO Max today as well can't wait to watch it I love all three men that are starring in that movie let's go um, and even though I didn't love Wonder Woman 84 I can respect you know what they tried to do there the movie was ass, and I have no intention of ever watching another Wonder Woman movie after that. She can be some side piece in, like, a Justice League or something. I'm sorry. That movie was horrible. And as much as they have on their um, schedule, Time Warner, with the HBO Max releases at the same time as movie theaters, a lot of it looks like it's going to be good. The more they show me of Mortal Kombat, the more they show me of... Um, King, not King Kong, uh, Godzilla versus Kong, because that trailer looks like an erection, and I mean that in a good way, because it's misleading. Um, it's exactly what I've been waiting for, not the erection, Godzilla versus Kong. And when I was watching it, I swear the hair stood up on the back of my neck. Okay, now that one was for the erection. I'm on a roll. Satan here. About a minute, about a minute. I just wanted to stop by, leave you with a few words. It's a little poem about death. It's called Love and Death by Sarah Teasdale. Not Tisdale, but T. T-E-A-S-D-A-L-E. She knows me. Anyway. Shall we, too, rise forgetful from our sleep? And shall my soul that lies within your hand remember nothing as the blowing sand? Forgets the palm where long blue shadows creep, when winds along the darkened desert sweep. Or would it still remember, though it spanned a thousand heavens while the planets stand, the vacant ether with their voices deep? Soul of my soul, no words shall be forgot, nor yet alone, beloved, shall we see the desolation of extinguished suns. Nor fear the void where through our planet runs. For still together we shall go and not fare forth alone to front eternity. Thank you.